If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The morning line. There you go. All right, guys, welcome in. It is Monday Fun Day, of course. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but it is Monday Fun Day, which means we get to work on uh, all of those good things. We'll get it up and going, I promise you. Plus, we'll get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports over the weekend what an amazing weekend was it not upsets galore kind of separation saturday not only in college football but let's face it the nfl had its fair share of upsets once again yesterday and let us not forget we had some uh, major league baseball national league division series of course the uh, well championship series and the american league championship series nats cards yankees Astros. Yeah, well, it's Monday, which means we still got another football game and we got more baseball as we try to figure out who is it that's going to advance to the World Series. I want to thank you very much for stopping by the grid here, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line. I guess there's no better place to start with, I guess, let's, uh, oh, let's just go with I don't know. Let's start with Sunday night football, shall we? Because that's, ladies and gentlemen, last night was vintage Charger football. 
Now, if you didn't watch, Chargers going to that game at home, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers and their third string undrafted quarterback because they pretty much have nobody else on the roster who can take snaps. So you figure, well, they're going into San Diego. They got to go to the West Coast. Ben Roethlisberger to date, as far as I know, yeah, has never won on the West Coast. So Pittsburgh, hence, has not had a whole lot of success traveling to the West Coast. We noticed earlier this year, of course, a couple of weeks ago, they took on the 49ers. That didn't work out all that well. So now they got to go take on a desperate Chargers team who, at home, Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon is back. Yeah, well, how are they ever going to score points? Well, I think we figured it out rather quickly in the game last night. Here's a little clip of, uh, of how the Steelers ended up scoring last night. Gordon was in the area, and again, he has to fight. That could be a fumble. That could be a backward pass. That could be a live football. And that's Devin Bush who's going to go into the end zone. Touchdown. Four-man rush. Rivers has it tipped, and it's going to be picked off again. And it's Bush again. They'll give it to Connor. And Connor's going to go all the way into the end zone. Flip it out. Caught another broken tackle. And all the way into the end zone goes Connor. Rivers to the end zone. That's caught for the touchdown. Hunter Henry pulls it in. Second and ten. Rivers deep downfield again. And that time it's going to be picked off. Cam Sutton. Boy, he's been something in the fourth quarter. And that will tie a ball on it. Yeah, if you didn't catch that, that was a whole lot of turnover, turnover, turnover. A lot of defensive touchdowns. And, oh, yeah, a lot of James Conner getting in the act there. And that really is what catapulted the Pittsburgh Steelers to victory there yesterday and last night as they beat the Chargers 24-17. to They were six-point underdogs. They were plus 230 on the money line. The under also cashing in 42 and a half, but just embarrassing. And oh, yeah, you know who else supported and really gave the Pittsburgh Steelers the boost in Southern California yesterday? Yeah, I, that would have to be the fans because the entire stadium was filled with Pittsburgh Steelers fans last night. That's correct. We're going to play a game here today. Spot the Charger fan at the Charger home game because I couldn't find any last night. But what I did find was a million and one terrible yellow towels being thrown around there. There were Steeler fans everywhere at a home game for the Los Angeles Chargers. And I got to tell you, every time Phillip Rivers turned the ball over, there was no there was cheering like you have never heard. It was the strangest thing watching that game last night going, wait a minute, are they in Pittsburgh or are they are they in Southern California? Yeah, they were in Southern California, but Steelers fans, they travel. They are everywhere and they are certainly in Southern Cal. And oh yeah, by the way now, just so we're all on the same page, uh congratulations uh to uh Devlin Hodges. That's right. Devlin Hodges has now more wins on the West Coast than Ben Roethlisberger does. That's right. Devlin Hodges didn't do anything great, did exactly what he needed to do, which was get the ball into James Conner's hands.
He was 15 of 20, 132 yards and a touchdown. Seven of those completions went to James Conner. 78 yards, and congratulations to the defense, that front seven. The steel curtain is back, people. Yeah, the three turnovers, they held the Chargers to just 32 yards rushing last night. 32 yards rushing. Unbelievable. So if I'm the Chargers, you might want to ask Melvin Gordon to hold out one more time because since he's come back, They haven't been able to run the ball. That offense is actually falling apart. 31 rushes last week. He was even worse yesterday, Melvin Gordon. Only 18 yards rushing. Austin Eckler, not much better. Five carries, 14 yards. When you keep turning the ball over, makes it very difficult to try to establish a run game since you're playing from behind a lot. And they went in missing a field goal. Just before the half, they were scoreless in the first half of this game. They did their best trying to come back. But listen, Phillip Rivers throwing a backwards lateral that nobody hopped on that Devin Bush, uh, you know, picked up and ran in for a touchdown. It was a comedy of errors last night. And ultimately, those who backed the Pittsburgh Steelers. Congratulations, guys. It's cha-ching, especially a plus 230 on the money line last night. Oh, yeah. It was a huge day. That was just the icing on the cake for the sports books who made a ton, and I mean a ton, of money yesterday. We'll go over the games, why they made so much money. Plus, we've got a game uh, also tonight, Monday Night Football. We're not done with the NFL just yet. We'll cover it. We'll do that coming up here on the morning line on the grid, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, 
I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Monday Night Football coming your way, and it's a good one. Divisional matchup, NFC North. Get ready, Detroit Lions going to Green Bay, taking on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a good one, folks. Detroit coming off of a uh, coming off of a bye week, while Green Bay and a little extra day to prepare. Although they took on the Cowboys in a uh, in a good victory last week in Arlington, so we'll have the numbers uh, and we'll talk about that game coming up here. But want to welcome you in to the Grid SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri on this Monday, October the 14th, as we get you caught up with everything that happened over the weekend in the world of sports, including just a beatdown to the general public yesterday as the sports books dominated dominated in the biggest of ways yesterday and it was of course we told you it was just the icing on the cake last night to have the chargers lose as many survivor picks were on the chargers to take uh at home to take down the pittsburgh steelers with their third quarterback under center uh devlin hodges who most people don't even know where Samford is, and why is that a college, and where the hell did this guy come from? Yeah, well, uh, I think they know where it came from. What you didn't take into consideration is that uh, in the Anthony Lynn era, along with Phillip Rivers, they are single-handedly the worst and least profitable favorite at home that you can imagine. They continue to lose games that they are favorite as, and they continue to lose them in the most epic of ways at home, which is exactly what happened last night. But it wasn't just the Chargers that added to the bottom line of the sports books yesterday. How about them Cowboys yesterday? Did you guys catch this game? Take the belt, go deep. Anderson's out there. This is going to go the distance. 92 yards. Darnold to Anderson. Yep, welcome back. Sam Donald to the New York Jets lineup. Yep, yep. Apparently, they really are a different team with Sam Donald uh, under center. And what a boost he gave 
returning from mono, right? Missed a couple of weeks. Everything could not have looked more dire than it did while he was away from the team. But Natalie's back under center. Actually, they moved the ball pretty damn well. 23 of 32, 338 yards, a pair of touchdown passes, including that 92-yard bomb to Robbie Anderson for the second longest TD pass in franchise history. And they ended up holding on to beat the Cowboys 24 to 22, covering, yeah, they were getting seven points. Cowboys, seven-point favorites on the road. And once again, the Dallas Cowboys dig themselves a hole in the first half they could not get themselves out of. They did it last week at home against the Green Bay Packers. They did it again this week against the uh, the New York Jets, and they just didn't have enough left. And credit the New York Jets defense who took advantage of the injuries that the Cowboys have on that offensive line. No Tyron Smith, no Lyle Collins. And, of course, the Jets still don't have C.J. Mosley back, uh, but they uh, they will also, without their tight end, Chris Herndon, who had a hamstring injury. So both of these teams missing some key pieces, but ultimately, Jamison Crowder, Sam Darnold, the return, uh, Greg Williams, defensive coordinator, uh, do exactly how to be able to get to Dak Prescott, who continues to lose money by the game here, guys. I'm I'm fairly certain that, uh, Dak Prescott is, and the Cowboys got to be ecstatic. While, yes, they're losing games, but at the same time, Dak Prescott is losing uh, value in this upcoming contract there. But all in all, what can you say? They've gone from 3-0 and to 3-3, and that being your Dallas Cowboys there. And I'm sorry, I didn't hear, uh, was Venmo Bryan, was, was, did he call in sick today? Because I uh, wasn't sure if we, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, but uh, the Jets, they move on, Cowboys. Oh, I thought he would be. Yes. Uh, 28 of 40 for 277. Oh, he's literally hanging. Yes, that's good. Uh, Prescott, 28 of 40, 277. Ezekiel Elliott did have 105 yards and a touchdown, 28 carries. Uh, and uh, Brent Maher, maybe this is a uh, a pretty good note for the, uh, for the Cowboys. While he missed a field goal, he did hit a 62-yarder as well as a 50-yarder in the game. But ultimately, it wasn't good enough. And just like that, guys, the NFC East looks like an absolute dumpster fire, especially after yesterday, another team adding to the bottom line of the sports books yesterday. How about the Philadelphia Eagles? What an embarrassing effort against the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota. And the one thing that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt is that Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Twins at home are pretty formidable. They don't not only they don't lose a lot of games in Minnesota, but they don't miss a whole lot of covers either. And yesterday it was the Kurt Cousins Stefan Dig show. That's right. Stefan, the guy that wanted to be traded because he couldn't stand Kurt Cut. Yeah, what a difference a day makes. Cousins first down going deep for Diggs. He makes the catch. Stephon Diggs, touchdown. 62 yards. Yeah, uh, on his way, he had two others, two other bombs, too, that went in there uh, as Kurt Cousins just obliterated the secondary. Uh, the Vikings just destroyed them. 447 yards. They averaged nearly seven yards per play in this game. Cousins, 22 of 29 for 333 and four touchdowns. He did have uh, one interception. He was good for 138.4 rating 
That is his first four-touchdown game since week two of the 2018 season. Again, him and Stephon Diggs, 62, 51 yards, uh, a 62-yard bomb, 51-yard bomb. Yeah, they ended up taking care of business there. Minnesota, uh, all of a sudden now, adding the deep ball into the addition of being able to run pretty well. Yeah, that's good times. Uh, Also, the Philadelphia Eagles, though, what a a mess. What a poor performance. And uh, we told you, of course, They took on the Jets last week, and the offense was not moving the ball. They got some serious issues there. They lose uh, a couple of starting linemen again. They are just getting decimated by injuries on both sides of the ball, but no excuse as Doug Peterson continues to run some head-scratching plays during the game, including running a fake field goal attempt going into halftime when they had cut the lead to actually 24 to 17. It it didn't make any sense. A couple of these plays that he was running, but that's Doug Peterson. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. He loves taking chances. Although he took a bunch of unnecessary ones yesterday in this game. And ultimately it led to the Vikings cruising. And like we said, that was just a few of the games That added to the bottom line of the books. And the reason is, guys, because not only did the Cowboys lose, not only did the Eagles lose, yeah, there was another team that the public was all over, including a lot of professional sports bettors love them Kansas City Chiefs. And those Kansas City Chiefs, Yeah, all is not well in Kansas City, guys, at home. Patrick Mahomes now in the midst of a losing streak. Why? Well, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans came to Arrowhead and just ran them over, literally ran them over. 31-24 in Kansas City now, their second straight defeat. And even though Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns, guys, Watson, he had three TDs of his own, one passing, two on the ground, including the final one, which proved to be the game winner there in the fourth quarter. And congratulations to Deshaun Watson, who it must be nice. Uh, he's always in the shadow of Patrick Mahomes, as is many other guys. But it was nice that he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he ended up taking care of business there and led his team to this victory. Carlos Hyde also running all over the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. And guys, it is not good in Kansas City. And it's not because they can't score points. And welcome back, Tyreek Hill, as I'm sure many of you were really, really excited that he was back, uh, caught a touchdown pass yesterday. But the Houston rushing game, 192 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Defense continues to be a problem for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we'll talk about some of these other games that made the books a ton of money. Hopefully, we won't make them any more money tonight for you. Coming up, the morning line on the grid, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so who would like to risk free wagers of up to $1,000 on this Monday? If you do, well, you got a Monday night football game coming up. How about you head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. You can enter the promo code grid. You can get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And keep in mind, in addition to traditional betting, PointsBets offers their own betting concept where you're rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So, for example, if you're going to play tonight's NFL game and let's say you take the Packers laying three and a half, but they end up beating Lions by seven, well, then you'll receive seven times your stake. Head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And welcome in here to the grid, sportsgrid.com. It is the morning after. I'm Joe Ranieri. We run down uh, everything that happened in the world of sports uh, over the weekend. Last night, 
Yesterday, of course, in the NFL, it was a very profitable day for the books, especially because, once again, dogs were barking big time yesterday in the NFL. And we have told you now on this show that the dogs have really uh, just made people an awful lot of money. Through the first five weeks of the season, they were uncharacteristically uh, ahead of the game, averaging over 60%. Uh, winning. And when you have that kind of winning percentage by dogs, it usually evens itself out when you get to by week five or week six, where, yeah, some of those teams are never as good as we think they are. Some of those teams are never as bad as we think they are, but always the cream usually rises to the top. And most of that time it is favorites, but it has not been that way at all through the first six weeks of the NFL season and yesterday was no different guys dogs went nine and three against the number 75% including seven outright wins by dogs yesterday we told you about the Jets we told you about the Steelers we told you about the Texans and oh yeah there was another team also that did a pretty damn good job of taking care of their business that team Jimmy G baby Jimmy G. It's always good to be undefeated. You know, it's, it's hard to win games in this league. So whenever you, you get the opportunity to go out there and uh, win, I mean, we, we've been taking advantage of it. So it's just we got to keep this thing going. You know, it's a good start. Like I said, but we got a long way to go. Yeah, but I got to tell you, it's uh, that was the game that uh, was supposed to all of a sudden prove that you guys were pretenders and not contenders because, you know, hey. It's the Rams, and the Rams should be way better than they are, right? Yeah, wrong. Uh, They got dismantled and absolutely embarrassed by the San Francisco 49ers team in every facet of the game. And whether or not uh, Jimmy G throws for 400 yards, which apparently seems to be the the biggest complaint about this 49ers team is like, well, they keep winning games. They're not supposed to apparently, but oh yeah, you know, Jimmy G's not doing anything. Well, he doesn't need to do anything when you can rush for over 200 yards. And oh yeah, you have a defense that is absolutely shut down. And they did it again yesterday to this team. They just embarrassed them. Special teams, defense, running game, all at a very high level, making the Todd Gurley less Rams look inept yesterday. It was unbelievable. They wrapped up, uh, I think, four sacks, including one and a half by D Ford, but they also came up with four huge fourth down stops against the Rams, who kept going for it. You know, Sean McVay, to his credit, kept trying to, you know, kept pushing the envelope, trying to get those extra yard or two there and keep drives going. But that was it. A goal line stand in the second quarter. The 49ers stuffed Malcolm Brown on two straight runs from the one yard, uh, yard line. Um, the offense continues to be a work in progress. They did have some injuries. Obviously, their fullback is not 100% healthy, but if that defense continues to play the way they do and Jimmy G protects the ball, uh, you don't need him to do a whole heck of a lot. The 49ers, I think, can we all start having the conversation about how this team is for real now and the Rams? Yeah, the Super Bowl curse, guys, it's a real thing. This Rams team made some very... Weird decisions over the uh, offseason decided to spend an awful lot of money on guys, I don't know, like Jared Goff, 
Yeah, who led the Rams offense to go 0 for 13 on third and fourth down conversions. Again, 0 for 13 on third and fourth down conversions. Yeah. In fact, the Rams offense, they only put up 165 yards against the 49ers total. That's the lowest total the team has had since Sean McVay showed up there in 2017. And yet, they somehow figured out a way to pay Jared Goff $125 million. Unbelievable. Once again, peculiar to say the least, some of these decisions that they have made in the front office there of the Rams, it does not seem to be working out. That is now their third consecutive loss. And oh yeah, yeah, the 49ers, they continue to roll and they continue to be really the class of the uh, of that division, except there is one other team, too, in that division. And this is quietly, guys, become, I think, and I, I'm, I'm not stretching it when I say this, this team has become maybe, or this division has become maybe the best division in all of football, that being the NFC West. Did you guys check out the Browns yesterday at home, right? The Browns. Uh, they win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. And of course, going back home after getting embarrassed like they did last week, everything was supposed to be okay. They'll figure it out. And I got to tell you guys, it really did look like that was going to be the case again in the first half as they raced out to a 20 to 6 lead over the Seattle Seahawks and Browns fans were chirping away. I told you, I told you this. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah, yeah. Then then it happened, guys. The the Baker Mayfield a la Jameis Winston happened. Uh, the Freddie Kitchens, I have no idea what the hell I am doing, head coach. Yeah, they proved to be just too much for the Cleveland Browns. And the Seattle Seahawks went in on the road. Russell Wilson continues to have one of the best seasons of his career, and that is saying something, guys. But he continues to dominate, but didn't need to do it all by himself yesterday as the Cleveland Browns got gashed on the ground. Once again, Chris Carson, 170 yards on the ground. Their defense, that being the defense of the Seattle Seahawks, yeah, they forced four turnovers, and really that was the doing. Baker Mayfield has 11 interceptions now through six games. That's the most by any Browns quarterback since 1984. And Freddie Kitchens basically outcoached, or well he, well, he basically coached his team out of any chance to win the game multiple times, especially in the second half. Very, very strange play calling, uh, a questionable challenge flag. Freddie Kitchen continues to prove that he has absolutely no idea what he is doing. And Baker Mayfield, is regressing. He's not getting better, especially in the red zone. Yeah, things are not going good for Cleveland as the Seahawks did what they do. They go in, they do enough to win the game on the road against an AFC team. And now the Browns get ready for the New England Patriots. Now, I will say this, their schedule gets a little bit easier as the season progresses, but they're going to go in. They're going to take on a, uh, they're going to take on a, New England uh, Patriots team, and they're going to get waxed once again. Uh, the only good news for them, for Cleveland, is that there are some other winnable games, of course, coming in the second half of this season, but they're also in a division with the Ravens, 
who have pretty much proven, just like the Cleveland Browns, that they can beat bad teams, but they can't beat elite teams. That's pretty much the same boat the Ravens are in. The Steelers, although it was a great win yesterday on the road with the Chargers, I don't know how much we are going to be able to count on the Pittsburgh Steelers being able to do that week in and week out. This is really still a two-horse race between the Browns and the Ravens, and both of these teams are pretty much the same. So while it's not the 11-12 win season that everyone wanted us to believe from Cleveland, obviously, they still have no problems competing for that division title, going 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven as a possibility there. Uh, but they are going to have to take care of business. And upcoming on that schedule will be, like I said, some. you still got to play Cincinnati, which is good, and that should be easy. Uh, but, yeah, you got to take on the Bills. Like we said, the Patriots next week. There's You got to take on the Steelers, who are a little rejuvenated with that defense. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the Steelers have figured out how to run the ball again and how to utilize James Conner right in time for these matchups in the next couple of weeks against the Cleveland Browns, who have somehow they can't figure out how to stop the run again as they continue to get gashed uh, now back to back weeks. So things not good for Cleveland, but that didn't stop a lot of sharps from backing Cleveland yesterday. The public loved Seattle yesterday, loved Seattle. Nearly 80 percent of the tickets came in on Seattle at books around this country. But the line continued to move towards Cleveland. Why is that? Because the big money betters, the pros, loved Cleveland. They still refuse to believe that Cleveland is as bad as they are. And it turned out to absolutely burn them. Looks like the public knows exactly what the hell they were doing in that game because Seattle did pull away with the win, proving once again the ultimate winner with all of this. The books yesterday, guys, a monster day as you've now had the Dolphins, the Jets. You had the Arizona Cardinals. You had the New Orleans Saints who went to Jacksonville to win. Uh, they covered. You had the Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles, Rams all lost, destroying just about every parlay on record yesterday in the books. Monster day for the sports books. Will it continue tonight? We'll take a look at the Monday Night Football game, give you the latest numbers there. Coming up here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A big shout out also to uh, to a couple of the other teams that uh, took care of business yesterday. One being about them Denver Broncos at home. Vic Fangio, what a job he has done there uh, as that defense has really kicked it up a notch. Fangio now has a, a couple of weeks under his belt. A couple of, uh, you know, as we approach the midway point here, Fangio has figured it out. As you can tell, the Titans, however... Yeah, they gave up uh, seven sacks in the game when you consider the fact that the Denver Broncos uh, had only totaled five sacks going into that game all season long. They got seven yesterday against the Titans. Uh, They pitched the shutout, guys. Uh, That's the Denver Broncos. Uh, What a job yesterday at home beating the Tennessee Titans 16-0. Things got so bad in that game that they actually benched Marcus Mariota, who was 7 of 18 for 63 yards and two TDs. Uh, two, sorry, who am I kidding? Two INTs. They actually brought in Ryan Tannehill. Yes, the emergence of Ryan Tannehill in that game yesterday. Now, he wasn't much better, but he was way better than what Mariota brought to the table. 13 to 16, 144, and one INT. He played well enough. That certainly, if the team is serious, that being Mike Rabel and company, they've got to seriously take a look at Ryan Tannehill under center to start a game. But none of it's going to matter if that offensive line cannot protect either of those guys. But Vic Fangio and company, 
Yep, they did. Uh, that defense has uh, woken up, and Fangio's got them playing now. Uh, offense, not great, but offense did enough. It continues to be a work in progress. They continued to do enough to be able to beat the Tennessee Titans uh, at 16 to nothing in that game. Also, the Falcons proved once again that Dan Quinn might not make it to week number nine, the bye week. They might have to move on from him as they just continue to find ways to lose to the worst teams in the league, including the Arizona Cardinals, who have one of the worst defenses, if not the worst defense outside of the Atlanta Falcons in the NFL. Yeah, they uh, they lost to the Arizona Cardinals 34 to 33. What a comeback. They end up scoring a touchdown there with just about a minute left to go in the fourth quarter to tie the game. Well, almost tie the game because they still needed to get the, you know, the extra point. Yeah, well, the extra point didn't go through as uh, Matt Bryant missed it. And that would have tied the game at 34. But ultimately, they missed the onside kick. And then uh, Arizona was able to milk the clock out for the rest of the game and go on to win 34 to 33. Um, what can you say? Good game for Kyla Murray, 340 yards, three touchdowns. Matt Ryan still, even with no defense and an awful offensive line, still managed to navigate and put 33 points on the board for that team. But it is a mess in Atlanta as they lose. Congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And of course, uh, one of the other games that I really didn't want to talk about, but I will just glance over it. The Washington Redskins did beat the Miami Dolphins. So the number one draft pick is still secured by the Miami Dolphins, although it was close, but they needed Ryan Fitzpatrick to get there. That is right. Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, comes in. They bench Josh Rosen. Fitzpatrick comes in, leads the team. To a couple of touchdowns there in the fourth quarter, and they went for it after the second touchdown. They went for the two-point conversion. They opted for the win as opposed to the tie and to play on from there. And, of course, they handed the ball off Kylan Balage. They stopped him on the one-yard line on that two-point conversion. Dolphins, with six seconds left, unfortunately, couldn't get the job done. So Washington wins, but Miami covers as a ton of money came in on the Washington Redskins, pushing that line from an opening of minus three and a half guys all the way to uh, minus six, minus six and a half in some places, a boatload of money coming in on the Washington Redskins. They did not cover uh, and neither did the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is still running, I believe, on the Bengals defense here this morning. They ended up taking care of business 23 to 17. Lamar, 152 yards on the ground. And that is just 21 yards short of Michael Vick's regular season record for a quarterback. But listen, the Ravens win divisional game. They win 23, 17 over Cincinnati. And ultimately, that is all that matters. And we should also note that uh, there was a London game yesterday, 930 in the morning that kicked off. And what we saw there was Gerald McCoy getting a little revenge on his former team. Now with the uh, on the defensive front there of the Carolina Panthers, got to Jameis Winston a couple of times. They sacked Jameis seven times. They also watched Jameis continue to throw the ball to the wrong team. 
Well, I mean, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you're happy. Jameis just kept throwing the ball to you there. Bunch of turnovers in that game, a whole bunch of sacks. And once again, Kyle Allen continues to do what Kyle Allen does, and that is win games for the Panthers. It wasn't a great Christian McCaffrey gaudy game, but it didn't need to be as uh, as Curtis Samuel uh, did a great job rushing and receiving touchdown and Kyle Allen continuing to protect the ball, continuing to push his team down the field, put him in a position to score 37-26. Carolina takes care of business and not that hard to figure out, guys. The Carolina Panthers are a better team with Kyle Allen under center than with Cam Newton. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens when he's able to come back, if he comes back at this particular point. All right, tonight we got a Monday night game. We got the Lions taking on the Packers. Talk about divisional matchups. We know this. We know the public loves favorites. We know they love home teams. We know they love winning teams. And, oh, yeah, they also love historic franchises with big-named players like, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers, for instance. The 4-1 and one Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers. Lambeau Field, does it get any more legendary than that? I don't need to tell you what's going on here. You know the public is all over Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They just watched Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay take down the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington. I mean, come on. Defense is good. Offense. Yeah, the only problem is this line is not moving towards the Green Bay Packers. It's moving towards the Detroit Lions. And what does that signal? Well, that signals that uh, the pros, the big money betters. Yeah, guys, they uh, it opened up as a six-point home favorite, the Green Bay Packers. And nearly two-thirds of the tickets written early on last week were all on the Green Bay Packers. But This line has fallen all the way down to three and a half in a lot of places, guys. So how does that happen? If everyone is is betting Green Bay, how does the line fall to three and a half? Yeah, well, it falls because there's there's somebody or there's a group of uh, a small percentage of people with a lot of money that are actually affecting and moving that line. That is what we call sharps. That is known as professional money. And guys, it is coming in big time on Detroit. You've got reverse line movement here. Uh, They are also pushing down the total in this game. Opened up at 47. Seven out of 10 bets, guys, coming into the books, hammering the over. And we all know, you know what the public loves, right? They love a good old-fashioned shootout. They root for points. They bet for points. But it's actually fallen to 45 and a half. So why is that? Again, the public loves scoring. The professionals don't think we're going to get nearly as much scoring as the public does that line hanging around 54 and a half percent. So we'll break this game down coming up in uh, next hour here. As we look to make it rain, we'll bring in Dane Martinez and we'll uh, we'll dive into not only some of these games yesterday, but we will dive into this, but just get ready. Divisional matchup. You've got a lot of different uh, trends in play with this game here tonight. This is a really good spot. We told you that the dogs are just dominating, guys. They are dominating through six weeks, and this will end week six here, and it has been a banner week uh, for underdogs. It's been nine and three so far this week, and they have been winning at well over a 60% clip since the start of the year. Yeah, that's good. 
That's that's really, really good. Also keep in mind, we've got some baseball here tonight as the Cards are going to try to dig themselves out of a 2-0 hole there as they have uh, been no hit almost twice now in games one and game two. Game three will be tonight while the Yankees and the Astros provided some uh, some fireworks there uh, in the game last night. And it went to extra innings. And if you're just waking up, this is what it sounded like. Here's a fly ball into right. Back at the wall. This game is up. Yep, Carlos Carrera, walk-off home run, right field, 11th inning, off of first pitching, J.A. Happ. Takes some yard, game over, series tied, one apiece, back to Yankee Stadium. Well, for the first time, anyway. Uh, possible three games uh, set there at Yankee Stadium coming your way tomorrow. But again, we'll break these games down coming up here next hour. But I did... Want to have a uh, quick conversation with you guys, a little gambling you about some of the things that we might have learned from this week. And you have, I have told you guys a lot. We have spoken about recency bias and how novice betters, the public betters, can't help themselves. The difference between a novice better and a professional better is a professional better only sees numbers. Novice betters, they bet with their gut. And the reason they bet with their gut is because of recency bias a lot of the times. All right. You take, for instance, a Dallas Cowboys team yesterday on the road, taking on a New York Jets team with the entire year. The narrative, everything the public has heard about the New York Jets uh, has been nothing but a dumpster fire. Adam Gase is terrible. They're a mess. So now all of a sudden, Sam Darnold comes back into play, and Sam Darnold, well, you know, what is he? Is he Joe Namath? What do you think this guy's going to do? Well, what he did was lead the New York Jets to upend the favorited Cowboys in that game, a game in which the public loved the Dallas Cowboys. The public, in fact, had the Dallas Cowboys in just about every parlay and teaser known to mankind, and look at what happened. The They get upended. Uh, Same thing, of course, uh, last night with the, you know, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers taking a uh, taking a cue there and uh, winning a game with their third string quarterback. We tell you time and time again that recency bias will be the thing that costs you the most money as a professional better. And we're seeing example after example after example. You're thinking teams can't possibly lose two games in a row. Well, they can't possibly lose three games in a row, and then they end up losing three games in a row. Well, they can't possibly lose two games, then they lose two games in a row. And what we're learning, of course, as we move on through the NFL season, and it is a great reminder, guys, teams are never as good as we think they are, and they are certainly never as bad as we think they are. The answer and the truth always lies somewhere in the middle. To be a good handicapper, to be a successful sports handicapper, you have to try to figure out where that middle is. And that's how you have to decide how to play. Don't play simply because last week you saw this happen or that happen or the rumor here or the the narrative here is this team is terrible. No, no, no. Every week, It is a different matchup, different styles, different head coaches, different pluses and minuses. Figure those games out on their own merit. Forget about what you think you know about a team and figure out exactly what that team is 
this week against their opponent, and you'll be a successful sports handicapper. All right, guys, coming up here, we'll make it rain for you. Plus, down these games coming up today. Next on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! All of a sudden now, adding the deep ball into the addition of being able to run pretty well. Yeah, that's good times. Uh, also, the Philadelphia Eagles, though, what a what a mess. What a poor performance. And uh, we told you, of course, they took on the Jets last week, and the offense was not moving the ball. 
They got some serious issues there. They lose uh, a couple of starting linemen again. They are just getting decimated by injuries on both sides of the ball, but no excuse as Doug Peterson continues to run some head-scratching plays during the game, including running a fake field goal attempt going into halftime when they had cut the lead to actually 24 to 17. It, it didn't make any sense. A couple of these plays that he was running, but that's Doug Peterson. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. He loves taking chances. Although he took a bunch of unnecessary ones yesterday in this game. And ultimately it led to the Vikings cruising. And like we said, that was just a few of the games that added to the bottom line of the books. And the reason is guys, because not only did the Cowboys lose, not only did the Eagles lose, yeah, there was another team that the public was all over, including a lot of professional sports bettors love them Kansas City Chiefs. And those Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, all is not well in Kansas City, guys, at home. Patrick Mahomes now in the midst of a losing streak. Why? Well, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans came to Arrowhead and just ran them over, literally ran them over. 31-24 in Kansas City now, their second straight defeat. And even though Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns, guys, Watson, he had three TDs of his own, one passing, two on the ground, including the final one, which proved to be the game winner there in the fourth quarter. And Congratulations to Deshaun Watson, who it must be nice. Uh, he's always in the shadow of Patrick Mahomes, as is many other guys. But it was nice that he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he ended up taking care of business there and led his team to this victory. Carlos Hyde also running all over the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. And guys, it is not good in Kansas City. And it's not because they can't score points. And welcome back, Tyreek Hill, as I'm sure many of you were really, really excited that he was back, uh, caught a touchdown pass yesterday. But the Houston rushing game, 192 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Defense continues to be a problem for the Kansas City Chiefs. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. 
Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 